Yes, sir. Super Bowl preview. Super Bowl weekend. So far, what up? <laughs> yes, sir. We Jersey. Ready. Oh, all right, man. <laughs> My bad. My bad. I don't know why I always scream Jersey. I know. It, it just sounds cool. I don't know. Connecticut. No, See, right, it don't no, roll off the same. It don't do it. It, it don't, don't ring. Do off, it. it don't ring off the same, man. Boo. <laughs> tomato. Tomato. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we're here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and news, news, news. Yeah, man, it's that week. Bro, NBA trade deadline going crazy right now. We got random <laughs> trades like happening for no reason at <laughs> yeah. all. We got addition by subtraction, pointless. Like, what's going on right now in the league? The league is nuts. Yeah, the, the NBA right now is going insane. I'm trying to take over the Super Bowl uh, weekend. Yeah. I know what they're doing. They ain't slick. We're recording on Tuesday. The, dread, the deadline is actually Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern. So, you know, if we <laughs> aren't caught up, <laughs> Honestly, when you hear this. Woe's dropping all these bombs. We may or may not miss something. Let's hope Harden stays put and Ben Simmons stays put. Yeah, we'll see. We might have to re exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, man, I want to talk about the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl yeah. is officially upon us. <laughs> No, we got to end on the Super Bowl. We got to start with this NBA trade deadline. Yeah, man. Let's go ahead and get the NBA trade deadline stuff out of the way. What are the Pacers doing? No. What are the Kings doing? What are both of them doing? I have no idea what either of these teams are doing. Like, I kind of like it from the Pacers' point of view because you got Chris Duart and then you got Tyrese Halliburton. You didn't need Buddy Hill. You could have left Buddy Hill in with the Kings. <laughs> and now you got like three, four guards. You got Malcolm Brogdon. So you got a log jam yeah. at guard right now. Yeah, like I don't know what they're doing. Like, don't need Buddy. Yeah. Like, Buddy over here. And then from the Kings' point of view, why would you trade Tyrese Halliburton? Your best he's supposed player. To be, he is your best player, and he's supposed to be a cornerstone of your franchise. Like, he's leading your team in almost every statistical category. <laughs> Literally, assists, rebounds, points. <laughs> Three-point percentage. <laughs> like The dude shoot nearly 40% yeah. from the field, right? Like, yeah. he's going crazy. I just don't understand what either team is doing, really. One, I think Sabonis has, you know, got a couple mm-hmm. injuries going on. He's about to get paid. So, yeah, he is about to get paid. But I'm just looking at the fit over there now with a Bagley, a De'Aaron Fox, and mm-hmm. these guys. And it's like, okay, we got rid of Halliburton and we picked up Sabonis yeah. and Jeremy Lamb. Mm-hmm. And it's like, did we really get any better? Right, right. And But well, they did get Justin Holliday, which I like Justin Holliday, but he's not. Did we get any better? Exactly. The it's, just, like, it's like a swap. Like, what are we doing? We're just making noise to make noise. And then the Kings have the audacity to throw in <laughs> Tristan Thompson. Damn. He has bigger <laughs> issues right now than yeah, basketball. Clearly. He has way bigger issues than basketball. He is not focused <laughs> at all. He on Twitter every other day. Every other day, apologizing. I like, know. Bro, shut up. How many are you going to do this with? <laughs> exactly. Let it go, man. <laughs> Let it go. I don't want to keep up with the Kardashians <laughs> now in Indy. Facts. Like, come on, man. But seriously, I'm I'm just not seeing the point of either of these trades. I don't think the Kings got really any better. Nope. 
And I, don't I do think like that, the young guards, though. And I don't think, I mean, but I don't think either of these teams is going to be really in like a playoff contention type of position. No, I, no, or I do, playoffs in general. Right, right. I don't. Neither of these teams are making the playoffs. Let's let's get that out right, there. Neither of saying. them are making the postseason. But I will say this from an Indiana point of view: mm-hmm. I like Chris Duarte with uh, Halliburton, Malcolm Brogdon, and then now you're keeping Miles Turner at center. Yeah. So you kind of balance that off. He's going to stay. But you're still not making the playoffs, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like I I get it, um, and more more moves to be made, prob- yeah. possibly. But we're gonna see because right now, to me, there haven't been any real needle movers, and we've seen except for the know, Clippers trade. We we've seen also Portland mm-hmm. um, saying, you know, they got Dame 100, percent and they gonna ship off his right hand man. They look. <laughs> it started last week, though. <laughs> it, it started last right. week. And it started, it started last week when they got um, sent to the Clippers, right? They sent, Norman Powell. Norman, right. Yeah, and, Norman and Rocco. Powell and Rocco uh, Covington to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Got back Eric Bledsoe. Uh, and? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you get rid of your second best scorer in CJ McCollum. Yeah. And it's like. You brought back Josh Hart. Ooh. <laughs> Need a mover. That that's exactly what Dame wanted right there. And you know, the, I guess I guess you can look at it from a point of view of they're trying to clear the deck, they're trying to get money. Apparently they cleared up a ton of cap, did. like around like sixty yeah, million. Close in to cap. sixty mil. Yeah. And they, so they got the money and then now they have two first round picks, I believe, and their own picks. So they're trying to figure out a way to build around Dame on the fly, so to speak. So right now they're looking at Jamie Grant and people like that. But it's like, what else? It, like, it, it, for, <laughs> for me, it's like they, they say they're not in a rebuild mode, yeah. and yet you ship off half the team. Exactly. Sounds like a rebuild to me. Yeah. They say that they're not in a rebuild mode. You know, Dame's not even playing right now, and if I'm Dame, I'm not coming back this season. Right. I have no reason to. The Blazers stink. Yeah. Blazers are awful right now. Dame could come back and drop 16. They still might lose by 40. For sure. Per game. Yeah. So it's like they're not any better right now, and I get it. You know, you're going to get all this money, but you're going to have to wait till the offseason to probably sign a big name. Exactly. And then at what point? <laughs> and there's only a handful of teams this offseason that have it, a cap space, but it's, still. It's not even that. It's just who wants to go to Portland? Yeah. Nothing against Dame. Right. Love Dame. It's not like you're L.A. Yeah. You're, you're not Houston. You're, you're, you're not Dallas. You're, yeah, you're not a major city. Like, you're Portland. You're Oregon. Right. Like Nike's there, I think that's all I know. Like, yeah, University of Oregon. That's yeah, it. University of Oregon. You might get a cool uniform, right? Like <laughs> they but, gonna send you a shirt. Yeah, but it's like, come on, man. Like, who really wants to go to Oregon? And at this point, I kind of feel bad for Dame. Um, yeah, Dame, he's so loyal. It's it's hard it, to a fault because yeah. he he talked he talked some cash stuff. He did in the off season saying, you know, he's not running from the grind. Mm-hmm. Ten toes down. You know, he's loyal to this, and it's like they're not loyal to you, right? Um, for what they gave up, I feel like they got back next to nothing. Exactly, you gave up Larry Nance and McCallum, McCullum for, for Josh Hart, Josh Hart in the box of Skittles. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on, man! Seriously, seriously, in, in two future, I want to say it's second round picks. Yeah, that, that was for that two trade. second round picks and one first round pick, I believe. So it's and like, it's, come on, I, yeah. I'm just not really understanding what the exact point is. If you're Dame Lillard, what would you do? What should you do? Yeah, if I'm Dame, I'm I'm direct. I'm I'm talking to management and I'm getting my way out, and I'm going to two specific locations of my choice, and you know they have no 
reason not to oblige. You have blown up the team. We all Literally. see it. <laughs> There's you nobody here. You say, no, I'm, I'm doing this for you. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> this is not what I asked for. Yeah. And apparently, you know, according to Woj, Dame's on board with what's happening, and I'm sure they're trying to talk through people to get on the team. However, it takes two to tango, so... Bro, if, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just not seeing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm really not seeing it. If I'm Dame, I get on the first call to Philly... I get on the first call to potentially a Dallas. Uh, first call to L.A. Yeah. Um, if he can get to L.A., send Russ over to Portland, man. They don't want him. Trust me. <laughs> send Russ over to Portland. <laughs> nobody wants to go to Portland. And nobody wants Russ. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants to go to Portland. <laughs> there have been a lot of things that happened today trade-wise that I feel like nobody really wanted. Yeah. I think they were doing it just to talk. <laughs> like it, it was a lot of things that happened today that were really boring. And the things that didn't happen are the things that we're all waiting on, yeah. i.e. James Harden, mm-hmm. Ben Simmons. Do you think either of those moves are going to happen? Not a trade deadline, no. What does that say more? Is that worse for the Nets or worse for the Sixers? Actually, I can't answer that. It's worse for the Sixers because I feel like they're wasting Embiid's season. The Embiid is having an, another MVP type of season. He's healthy. Fingers crossed he stays healthy. And you have a player being paid a ton of money with top-tier talent, per se, who is refusing to play, literally. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. I, I think it's bad for the Nets. And I say that because this is a team that you guys handpicked and you put together, and you guys are on, what, a 10-game losing streak right now? Kevin Durant's not coming back until after the All-Star break. I think it's eight games. Close to it. It's close Yeah, it's to close. It. It's close up there. Kyrie Irving can only play on the road. Yeah. James Harden's hurt. He he got a hamstring strain, so you ain't got no, none of your big three playing right now other than Kyrie on the road. And – all you got to rely on is Blake Griffin. That's, that sucks. <laughs> and LaMarcus Aldridge. When you put it like that, and, and Patty Mills. And Patty Mills. When, when you put it like that, that is not good. It's but, really, really bad because I don't know if you know this or not, the Nets are like the eighth seed in the East now. Yeah, they're not, they were the six, they're 16 right now. It's so bad. It it's is not, so It's not bad. like they're going to miss the playoffs. No, they're not going to miss the playoffs, but – they should be a lot higher in the seeding ranks. Personally, I don't think they want to be. Why? Why? Because you get if you're the fifth seed or below, you get more away games. More away games means more Kyrie. I'm so serious. <laughs> so serious. I've I've been on this for the last few months. Oh, now. so you don't think Kyrie's gonna get vaccinated before the playoffs? Uh, no, I don't. I do. I, I, I actually think that he. I actually think that the Nets are gonna pay that fine come playoff time. Okay. They're gonna pay that because I think it's like what is it? I think it's five k per game. Yeah. Or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. What whatever it is, the Nets have it. So I yeah. think I think that the Nets are going to pay that fine and let him play home games, or they are going to, I don't want to say purposely, but yes, they are going to be like a fifth seed mid pack and just have more because you get more road games right, that right, way. Right. Like in the series, you're the away team. So I mean, I I I want to say it's strategic because I mean personally, if I'm the Nets, I'm not really worried about anything aside from health. Um, We've seen what two stars on the team can do. Mm-hmm. Nearly take you to, you know, the NBA championship. Yeah. Uh, Durant almost did it by himself. Right, and, right. you know, no if hard. He, yeah, no hard and no Kyrie. If he wear a size 15, be not. I mean, yeah, if Kyrie doesn't get hurt in game, in game two, yeah. they win that series. Yeah. Like, they win that series. So, I don't think the Nets are really worried. Hence why I don't think that 
you know, it's much of a problem for them as it is the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Embiid is all they have. The thing is, yeah, he is all they have, and they're winning. That's the thing about the oh, Sixers. No, they're, they're winning, they're, they're, and it's crazy. They're a game out, game out of first place. Right. They're a game out of first place. They're winning. And Tyrese Maxey, by the way, is killing the game. Come playoff time. It's he will gonna, not be. <laughs> yeah, come, like, come playoff time, we're going to see who the real stars are, and the real stars are in Brooklyn. Right. Regardless of if James Harden is happy or not, he he hoops. Mm-hmm. He's a hooper. And he wants bro. a title. Yeah, and he wants the title. And I think his best chance right now is in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. You're right. With KD and Kyrie. So I mean, I just don't think, you know, he may be unhappy about Kyrie's vaccinated status. Mm-hmm. I, a lot of players are. I'm pretty sure a lot the team is. I do think James Harden's unhappy right now. I do. Yeah. I, I, mean, I strongly I feel that it. way. You can tell kinda by the vibes he's saying, the things he's saying in his press conferences and things like that. You can tell there's frustration mounting. I mean, he said he's with frustrated. Him. And, you know, I think that if they don't make it to this championship this year, he's out. Okay. I can see I can see that. I can see that. But I think the Sixers have a legit chance. And without Ben Simmons, uh, I just think I just think it hurts. I just think there's too much of yeah. a load on Embiid. And he's gonna have to put up 40 in the playoffs per game if they have any shot of beating the Bucks, if right. they have any shot of beating the Nets. Like, it's, it's just not going to yeah. be easy, and the East is tough. I want to ask you something about this, too, about Ben Simmons specifically. The Sixers could have acquired a good amount of players from the Kings, including the package that was just yeah. sent for Sabonis. Just sent, yeah. Do you think it's a mistake that Daryl Murray has not – made this deal he he's made this mistake since day one like the the thing the situation hasn't done anything but literally hurt the 76ers yeah. it, it hasn't helped them in any way possible it hasn't made them come closer they haven't rallied around they're not supporting ben yeah. simmons like they're not even talking to him and beat is tweeting like yo this is wild <laughs> like like dude's a loser like it's like come on man like ben simmons he looks nuts like yeah. he's literally refusing to play right and he wants to be traded and Daryl Morey, after the uh, season that Ben Simmons had postseason last year, it's like your asking price is at, through the roof. He said a top 25 player. Like, you're not getting that. Your asking price is through the roof, and nobody's offered you that. Right. You've gotten maybe halfway. You've got maybe halfway of what you offer. What makes you think somebody's going to change their mind all right. of a sudden? Like, nobody's that desperate for a player that you know we don't even know what he's what he can yeah. do right now like we have no idea what ben simmons looks like right. right now and you know to stay on that point i still think they fumbled the bag and daramari specifically fumbled that bag because he had trade offers from the timberwolves he had trade offers from the uh kings and several other teams yeah if i'm daramari and i can't get um a james harden i can't get a bradley bill somebody of that caliber how about a D'Angelo Russell first round picks and a couple other you know wing players? Like you can make that work. Like I, D'Lo I, and, and those guys can hoop. I personally think that the, what the Kings shipped off today, if they add maybe a two a two first round picks or even a first round yeah, pick, I think, that, I, think, I think that's I think a it's fair, fair trade. Here's the thing: that is a fair yes, trade. Yes, because honestly, in in defense, and everybody's going to you know Ben Simmons is a really good player. He's he, a, he he's, is a really good player. He's just not a scorer. He cannot shoot he will not shoot yeah. and if you are not a shooter in today's nba 
What are you? This is not Rajon Rondo. He's just a facilitator. This is not Rajon Rondo. This is a player that we are projected to be that was supposed to be the next LeBron. Yeah. And he can't even shoot and won't shoot he, he the won't, basketball. Not, he, he's scared to death. I don't know if he can shoot. Probably not. But he just won't. Like he just he, won't. He, he got bullied even, by social yeah, media. He don't even like. He don't even like getting fouled because he can't shoot the free, free throws. throws. Like come same on, dude man. that did a fake dunk and passed it off <laughs> in the playoffs. Dude was like, "Yo, what are you doing? You are at the rim." You're Wide the, open. You're at the rim. Jump. <laughs> jump. Just jump. So, yeah, no. Like, I don't know what you think that you have right now in Ben Simmons, but his stock is going down. Yep. Not up. Not up. And you're going to hold on to him, and you're going to get nothing yep. for him. And then you're going to have to get rid of him in offseason. Mm-hmm. So, it's like you're losing out. You're losing out on potentially making your team better. Slowly. And you're just, put, yeah. you're just putting more work on Embiid. Slowly, especially this offseason, slowly the Sixers are losing leverage in the trade. Yeah. Because here's the thing. If the organizations around the league know that Ben Simmons will sit out an entire season. Why would they want them on their team? Exactly. Like, why would they want them on their team? No. That's, they, that's know, they know they're motivated to deal them, which is why they're probably not going to get exactly what they want. It's funny because, I mean, <laughs> he was tired of, you know, the Philly fans bullying yeah. him. <laughs> Wait till he gets on another team. They're going to bully him off out the <laughs> gate. Out the gate. He missed one shot. Oh, it's a wrap. He's not going to take it. Yeah, it's old for him. He might, he might as well cuddle up and ball up and <laughs> cry in the corner. It's like, come on, man. Like, bro, hoop. Yeah. Like, you're a hooper. Hoop. You're athletic. You're gifted. Like, you can guard any position on the floor defensively because you're right. that big, that strong. And you can jump out the gym and you have great court vision, yeah. a, a solid handle. Get with lethal shooter and shoot the ball. Like, I wonder if he's working on his game in his off time. <laughs> I really do. I'm 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 questioning whether he's it, working on it, this game that's right what now. I, and that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know what Daryl Morey thinks he has. Nobody knows what Ben Simmons looks like right now. Yeah. I haven't seen him touch a basketball all season. We haven't seen him. I haven't seen, <laughs> haven't seen workout videos or anything. For all I know, he could be a whole new person. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he? Where's Ben today? He'll be at the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, like, facts. He's going to be, yes. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be at the he Super Bowl. He will be in L.A. for the Super Bowl. What a question. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be at the Super Bowl. We're going to see him in the stands cheesing. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. They gonna boo You're him. Suppo- in, they gonna boo him in that stadium. You too. are supposed to be at practice. Gonna what boo him doing? right out of SoFi. <laughs> gonna, gonna boo him right out of SoFi. All right, man. You ready to talk about the Super Bowl, man? Let's I'm hyped. I'm hyped for the game, man. Finally, the end of football season is here. Joey B's Bengals, the All In Rams. First and foremost, who you got? <sighs> Can we wait? <laughs> no. <laughs> Pick now. I'm putting you on the spot. Look. Look. I really want the Bengals to win. <laughs> like I, I am so pressed to want the Bengals to win. But Pick the Rams, them. the Rams are going to win this game. I got the Rams winning this game too. I think it's going to be really, really close. Yeah. And again, I've said this a plenty of times. I would not be shocked if the Bengals won. Yes, but I do think this is the Rams game to lose, and I think they will win this game. Give me a key for the Bengals to win this game. Protection. Can't give up nine sacks and expect to win this game. No. <laughs> the line of scrimmage is going to define this game. If your two edge rushers can get to Matt Stafford, if your two tackles in the middle can press the pocket around Stafford, you have a chance. If on the opposite side of the ball, if your offensive line can give Joe Burrow time to get to his receivers. Good luck. Right, you have it's a tall you, task. You have, a tall task. You have the best man in football on that line who throws grown men for a living. 
<laughs> with one hand. Good. It's a tall task indeed. Aaron Donald will be in that backfield. You better believe it. You better believe it. I know one thing we're not doing. We're not we're not better on Don't Tyler even worry Boy. about it, Tyler Boy. In my, in my mind, you're not even playing this weekend, bro. Don't even worry about it. You I'ma go ahead and scratch you off. You ain't even gotta worry about it. You will not be in a fantasy lineup this weekend. You can bet that. All right, man. Give me the main key for the Rams to win this game. Just keep on doing what you're doing. I mean, physicality at the line of scrimmage again is going to be really important. But Matthew Stafford has a tendency to want to throw interceptions. Which is why I think my main thing is to stay balanced. Yeah. I think you have to stay balanced to take some of the pressure off Stafford. I feel like Stafford thinks that, okay, this is my time mm-hmm. to shine. Like, you know, I've never been here before. This is why they brought me over here. And this is true. This yeah. is why they brought you over here. But you don't have to do it alone. Bingo. You don't have to do it alone. You need to take what the defense gives you. And not try to force it. Do not turn into Carson Wentz. Like Cam Akers, he will. Cam, he will exactly. You don't. Don't. He will. Don't. Cam Akers, I think, is going to have a huge role in this game because yes. you're going to have to run the ball yep. to take the pressure off. Yep. Yeah, to take the pressure off of you know Matthew Stafford mm-hmm. and that Rams O line just to keep the defense honest to the Bengals because the defense has some flyers. They yeah. got some high flyers. I will say this, man. The Bengals, especially at safety, have one of the best safety duels in the league. Von Bell, Jesse Bates, like yep. these guys were brought over two years ago and they've been studs. Like yeah. the Bengals over the last couple of years have invested, spent money on their defense. They had basically have a brand new defense from two years ago. This offseason, I'm sure, with $70 million in cap space, they're going to invest in the offensive line. No question about it. Oh, for sure. But I will say this. Matthew Stafford needs to be very, very careful because one thing about the Bengals, they got linebackers and they got safeties. The corners, uh, we, we, <laughs> you know, you'll get opportunities against the corners. I ain't going to lie to you. You're going to get opportunities. But those safeties in the back end, those linebackers, be careful because they will pick you up as Ryan Tannehill seen clearly three times. <laughs> One of them was the first play of the game. Bro. <laughs> Bro. It wasn't even two minutes Dog. into the game. It was the two first minutes. play. It, it wasn't it wasn't even ten seconds into the game. <laughs> Team ain't even got off the bus yet. Yo, <laughs> Tannehill stinks. Like, <laughs> I got a question for you. Yeah. Who do you think has the better offensive weapons? In this game. Ooh. So, my choices are between Odell Beckham, Cooper Cup, Higby. Higby's not playing. Oh, is he? has he already been ruled out? Yeah. Okay. He's that's, he, that's huge for them. Yeah. That's huge playing. for them. Um, I think it's Brenton then? That the tight end? Something like that. Yeah. And then the running backs. And then if I were the Bengals, I got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Uzama, Joe Mixon. <laughs> is Uzama playing? Yeah. Yeah. Sure? Yeah, okay. He's playing. I know he's been quite he's been questionable. Yeah. I just like I know uh Higby was too. He mm-hmm. probably he could be probably he was a long shot. Yeah. But no, I I mean, it's tough. I think I definitely I think it's the Bengals. I, I personally think it's the Bengals, but I, it, no, no, it's I, hard. I it's think a very that, tough. I think the Rams have a better supporting cast, but I would say that the Bengals are Really close. Like their their weapons are really right. really good. I think I would take the Bengals' weapons over the Rams' weapons. I, Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup yeah. and Odell Beckham uh, Jr. Yeah, but I mean Jamar Chase, T Higgins, uh, Tyler Boyd. Yeah, Osama. Like Joe Mixon back there. Like 
It's it's tough, man. I Cam Akers, Odell Beckham yeah, Jr. Bro, I love Cam. <laughs> like, and Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup led all receivers this in everything. Year. Yes, in, in everything. Yes, I, and I get it. And I get it. I, I just think Odell Beckham has been a monster. He's he's amazing. <laughs> he's amazing. Cooper. I think Cooper Cup is the best receiver on. He's the best receiver on the field. Yes. Who's the second best? Odell. <laughs> Come on now. OBJ, Jamar Chase. Don't, don't, don't even give me. I love I Jamar Chase. You get, know I no, love Jamar I, I, Chase. That's I love, my guy. I love OBJ and I love OBJ. I'm but, picking the Rams, man. I know you are. I'm picking the Rams. I just think it. I just think that as far as weapons, like they have, I think the tight end is what's really going to make a difference in this game. Like I think Higby was both both tight ends are, are beat up. I don't think Higby's playing. playing. I think Uzama's going to play. He's probably going to be limited snaps when mm-hmm. he's playing. Um. I don't. I, I still think the Rams got better weapons. I think. I think they could be. A, it could be a toss up because you're. Tr- it really essentially goes down to, do you want Cooper Cup or Odell Beckham Jr. Do you want Jamar Chase and T Higgins? Which one are you choosing? I'm picking. Yeah. Cooper Cup and but, Odell Beckham but Jr. When I, when I name the rest of the players, I think I, I'm aside from. Uh, no, I can't even say I want Cam over Joe Mixon. Yeah. So as long as the rest of the players, I'm taking the Bengals. This, this is a bigger supporting cast. Okay. I think five, I think five is greater than two. So Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Boyd over Van Jefferson. Uh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> they bounce each other yeah, out. Yeah, it, <laughs> eh. like Van Jefferson is good to catch one pass for ninety yards. He will do that. Yeah, in but a I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> ninety yards and a touchdown, but it's like, is he is he gonna give it? Are they gonna, on those safeties? Yeah. Are they? Is he gonna get that deep? Probably not. Probably not. So I mean, Tyler Boyd, we don't he, he, it's, which is why they cancel each other out. <laughs> Would I rather have Joe Mixon or Cam Akers? I, I you know, I love Cam, but yeah. I think Joe Mixon is a little bit yeah, above he him. Yeah, he he's he's above him right now. Let's be honest. Yeah. In the tight end position, like we have a banged up, uh, we Uzama. have a banged, Uzama and a Higby that probably won't play, so they have the backup. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's Brent. I can't Brentley or something like that. Something yeah. like that. Who are you taking? I'm still taking the Rams. Oh. All right. <laughs> what do you mean? Odell Beckham Jr. and Cooper Cup. Come on. We can, this we, is not we, hard. We can agree We can agree to disagree, man. I'm just not sleeping on Each the Each of those guys are better than every receiver on the Bengals team. Both of them. I don't know, man. Like, I, re- I really love Jamar Chase. Yeah, but he's not better than Cooper Cup, and he's not better than Odell Beckham Jr. Let's start that. Not yet. He's not, not yet. He's not. He's not beating them I'll yet. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take. I'll take. I'll take it, man. Would you rather have Stafford or Burrow? Ooh, give me Burrow. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. So now we jumping back to this offensive side of the ball. I just like Burrow better than Stafford. I don't know. I get it. I get it. I, nothing wrong with Stafford. I like Burrow too. Burrow's yeah. got the swagger to him. He, man. He's cold, man. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got the swagger to him. Defense, who you think has the, the um, It's the Rams. Yeah, this, <laughs> Come on this, now. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. Has, yeah, I don't, I don't think we really have to go over <laughs> that one. Like, I do like the secondary back there, the Bengals, yeah. but like JR, Aaron, Aaron Donald's the, the best. Man. He's the best player on the field. Yeah, let's, li- start, let's start yeah, there. He's the best player on the field. I do hope that Jalen Ramsey gets to shadow chase often, like he asked for. He, he asked for this. We'll we'll see if Nick say, let him do it. But be careful what I'm you about ask to say, for. Careful what you be ask. Be careful for. what you ask for. Please do not get caught peeping, <laughs> like you did, and, Mike Evans, and do not get burnt. <laughs> Don't get burnt for six in the Super Bowl. Don't. Don't. 
<laughs> Don't. Because guess what? Jamar, look, Don't. people keep on playing with Jamar. Jamar monster he's now. He's one of them. Yeah. He's one of, he's he one monster. Of, he's one of them. Like, I, but I think JR is going to be laser focused this game. I really we do. Like, see. I think that he's actually going to be like locked in. I think the Rams are going to be locked in. Like, I think OBJ is going to be locked in. Um, I feel like the Rams have more to lose this game mm-hmm. than the Bengals because the Bengals are so young. Nobody expected them to be here. Um, you know, they're just a team that supposedly lucked their way up. Mm-hmm. They're 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 good. They're gonna be you know great for years to come. But nobody thought that this was their moment yet. The Rams literally went all in. The gave thing, up everything. Yeah. The thing about the the Bengals though, they don't care. <laughs> like no, they, I get they it. They just do no, not. That, and, care. and that's why I'm, no, they don't care at all. <laughs> but I'm just saying they have. I think they have less to lose than a Rams team who gave up everything. Yeah. For no, this I agree moment. with that, so. but I don't think they're. I don't think the Rams are thinking of it like that either. And if I'm the Bengals, I mean, people say, "Oh, they're playing with house money." I guarantee you, them boys do not care. They are not no, thinking I, that at no, all. I, they're like, "Man, look, they, they, we can beat them." Yeah, no, they believe that they can win every game that yeah. they played in, and they've won every game in right. the postseason that they played in. They haven't played an easy schedule. They literally just beat the Chiefs, the number one seed in the AFC, the number two seed in the AFC. They they beat both of them. Yeah, I, my bad. Just got caught with the headline. See Bradley Bills yeah, out for the season. season. I yep. saw that. Yeah. Out for the season. So, going to get season surgery. Washington stinks. Yeah. <laughs> Washington stinks. Another team. Yeah, Washington stinks as well. Speaking of Washington, the Washington Commanders is now the name How do you of feel the about Washington that? football team. Hey, boy, I'm one LA. Like, maybe in the offseason, we'll, I'll address it. Right now, I'm focused on SoFi, bro. <laughs> like, talk to me after either I'm celebrating or I'm done crying. We'll, we'll see Sunday night. But right now, hey, boy, I traded my deadline with OBJ, but week nine, I got the text message and stamps. We in there. Bro, I've been saying this for like, I've been saying this for like three months, man. What you want me to do? I'm in too deep now, bro. I'm in too deep. No, you're not. Yes, I am. (laughs) Yes, I am, bro. The helmet's on the way. The the helmet's on the way. Don't let me get a blue shield. You gonna see me in so far. This is unbelievable, man. <laughs> I swear, I better not see you on my TV <laughs> on Sunday. I will be sick to my stomach. <laughs> I'm gonna turn it off immediately. <laughs> oh man, boycotting yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm tired of this, man. Nah. <laughs> Give me a final score for the game, man. I'm gonna do uh 30 24 Rams. Rams cover the spread. Yeah. Give me 31-27 Rams. I, th- I think it's going to be a – for some reason, it seems like the Bengals always get down early and mm-hmm. battle back late. Um, I don't think they have a slow start like they've been doing in the postseason. No. I don't think that you can afford to do that in the Super Bowl. Like, the only team that could afford to do that was the Patriots when they right. played Atlanta. Um, yeah, I don't think you can have a slow start like that in the Super Bowl because the Rams will control the clock. They've, they've been pretty good at time possession lately, like yeah. really, really good at time possession. Like even against the 49ers, they had the ball more. And yep. the 49ers always control the clock mm-hmm. with the run game and Shanahan. So, yeah, I think that I think that the Bengals are going to kind of not jump out ahead early, but I think it's going to be a back-and-forth type game. I think middle of the third quarter is when you're going to start to see Aaron Donald and company start to wear down yeah. a little bit. And I just think the Rams are going to get like a small gap. And I feel like um, Joe Burrow is going to have to play hero ball, essentially. And he's going to end up making a mistake. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, the Bengals left tackle is going against Vaughn Miller. Good luck. (laughs) 
Good luck. Good, good luck to the good luck to the whole O line. Look, <laughs> yo, I forgot who it was. Which player it was on the on the O line that tweeted out? Yo, that was on me after giving up nine sacks. Yeah. He like, yo, that's my bad guy. <laughs> I gotta do better. Duh. Duh. <laughs> Bam. What? <laughs> what? You should keep that on the hush. <laughs> I, I would not be coming out saying, yo, that's on me. We know. Yeah, clearly. We, we know. We, we watched. <laughs> Don't worry. You'll be jobless soon. <laughs> right, keep, you got torched yeah, all game, yeah, son. Yo, keep it up. You'll be jobless soon. <laughs> oh, man. Davis. <laughs> I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for that video. That, that Super Bowl video is going to be epic. Facts. All right, man, before we get out of here, the coaching carousel, all, all nine spots, full. Two minority coaches, neither of them Flores. <laughs> or Bienemy. Uh, or or Eric Bienemy. Um, his contract is no actually. No top bulls either. His contract, uh, Bienemy's contract runs out, I think, after this, after this season. season. Yeah, after this season. So that's going to be interesting there. You know, Chiefs, I'm sure, will re-up. But going to be interesting to see, you know, what his plans are in general. But, yeah, man, no no Flores how do you feel about all the coaching moves and which one do you think was the best move or who do you think made the best hire per se yeah um I really like um the Miami okay Uh, Miami and the Giants I feel made really really strong head coach moves I think the Giants what they're it seems like what they're doing as far as that organization it looks like they're moving in the right direction yeah. per se and I don't want to jump the gun because it is the Giants right. you still have Daniel Jones yeah. um, but I think as far as like you know front office mm-hmm. moves and like coaching moves that they, they kind of made some good decisions they um, look they're, they're, they're doing what they have to do to get that organization back in order I love the structure of their front office um, I like their head coach a lot, Brian Dayball. We're going to see how Daniel Jones is this year. Uh, as far as the Miami Dolphins go, I really like the Mike McDaniel uh, move for Tua specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, you're bringing that zone run scheme out in Miami that's going to help alleviate you know, all the pressure being on the quarterback, but also is going to give him you know, really, really quick reads to get the ball out. And I feel like he's he's a he's a smart enough coach to know. I mean, he dealt with Jimmy G for like the last five years, yep. so clearly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but um, no, I, I think he's going to be really, really good for Tua. And I think Tua should be really, really excited about his future in so. that program. Yeah. Um, so we shall see both of those programs and see how they're working. I think I'm going to go with either the Bears or the Jags, ironically. The Bears did a phenomenal I, I, I job think the Bears, as well. Yeah, I think the Bears did a phenomenal job. I think that Eberflus will work well with with um, Justin Fields. And I think that we're going to see some growth and maturation there yeah. on that team. And that offense, I think, will be moving in the right direction, which is what, you know, has been their Achilles. I mean, not their Achilles heel. The defense has been their Achilles yeah. heel. But it's when what's been holding them back, essentially, you know, for the yeah. past couple of years. And I think that... That hiring, what they're doing over there is really going to help them out. Agreed. And as far as the Jags, Doug Peterson, and I know we talked about this, you know, all night. One. I think Doug Peterson, that that's a solid hire. I think that, you know, he has, you know, experience with the young quarterbacks, obviously. Mm-hmm. He knows what it takes. And I think that pairing with um, Trevor Lawrence yeah. is going to be a, is that that's going to be a very important and good pairing over there in Jacksonville. I will say this because I know Doug Peterson from two different sense of Philly. Yep. Um, there were three different stints, player, coach, and then head coach. Yep. Um, look, 
Doug Peterson's a good coach. I, no doubt about that. He understands quarterbacks. He understands how to groom young quarterbacks. He also sees the game from the mind of a quarterback. Yep. But the only downfall of Doug Peterson, this is what plagued him in Philly, is him being able to really pick his coaches, right? Like, I feel like sometimes Doug Peterson wants to be he wants his best friends to be the coaches and sometimes that's just not good for the the locker room for one and the quarterbacks of mine so what happened in philly was he he press taylor is you know he's rumored to be doug peterson's new offensive coordinator in jacksonville press taylor was also the quarterback coach at first with the eagles and what happened is Press Taylor's young, obviously. His his brother, Zach Taylor, is the head coach yep. of the Bengals, but Press Taylor's young and he's not he's not one to hold their quarterbacks accountable. So I don't know I don't know how hard they're gonna coach Trevor Lawrence per se in Jacksonville, but this this is something to watch moving forward is is Trevor Lawrence getting the criticism? Is he getting is he being held accountable during games, during practices? You know, as far as reads go, someone progressions. That, someone actually push him to the next level. Instead yeah, of so just I think Doug's going to be fine in that role, but is Press Taylor going to be there to challenge. doing that? Yeah, and to challenge him. Doug did hire Mike McCoy, former Chargers head coach, yep. also worked with Sirianni, mm-hmm. and also worked with Frank Reich. So that connection's still alive. But we're going to see the staff that Doug Peterson puts together. We already saw who he picked as defensive coordinator. The offensive side of the ball, personnel-wise and all, head coaches and, you know, assistant coaches, wide receiver coach, pay attention because we we need to see, is he bringing in guys to benefit his players? Yeah, the Jacksonville situation was really interesting to me because, I mean, it seemed like a lot of candidates were essentially backing out of the job in the first place. Yes. And everybody knows, you know, because of the— Trent Bulky. Yeah, Trent Bulky. So, you know— Nobody really trusts him, and you know I, I get it. Like so, and you know, another we, we kind of get it. Yeah, something else that's happening in Jacksonville, and it could happen in the next week or so. Former uh, general manager of the um, the Vikings, Rick Spielman, is he's in conversations right now to join their front office, and he'll be like the VPA VP of player personnel, personnel or something like yep. that. He'll be some high level executive in the Jaguars organization. But him and Doug Peterson know each other, which is why partly Doug. Yeah, I think got I don't. Yeah, I, I think Doug actually took took the job knowing that he would have some control mm. in his personnel and the people in the front office and the hires because a lot of people were very sketchy yeah. and you know very wary. So because of Trent, right? And I mean, rightfully so because I mean, look at the decision he's made. He right. hasn't made any great decisions. Exactly. Like they've had two new coaches in two years. Right. So yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see we'll see what comes out of it. Overall, you know. Wasn't shocked for me for the Lovey Smith hiring. Thought thought it was a solid hire. I I still think Flores deserved a job. Here's what I'm gonna say about um, the Lovey Smith hire. I just feel like it yeah. was a. We know we <laughs> we know why they hired yeah Lovey Smith. Like it was, okay, uh, it goes without saying, but yeah, you know what I'm trying exactly. to say. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We we know we know what's going on there. We know that Josh McCown is their first choice, and he still is, he is. their first choice. He is. But with all that's happening right now, they're, the, they're heard about the job. Exactly, McCann. exactly. They're heard, they're heard about not. They did not want to hire Lovey Smith. They didn't. They, they're, they're heard about Josh McCown. Yeah, like they're heard about. They really him. wanted him to be their head coach. Why? But they couldn't. They couldn't do it in this climate, especially now with the team they had. Exactly. <laughs> especially now the, the year that they had. Yeah. 
they they were in the media for all the wrong things. <laughs> they 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 needed to be in the media for something right. Right. So yeah, we get it. We we get it. Hopefully, Lovey Smith does good. You know, mm-hmm. wishing him nothing but the best. Wishing all these new coaches nothing but the best. Right. Going to be interesting to see. You know, who has some early success. The uh, Dolphins obviously, I think they have the best team out of those right now being set up. Mm-hmm. Saints have a solid defense. Not sure what they're going to do on offense. Right. So we'll see what happens there. But <laughs> Who's the quarterback? <laughs> that too. That, that too. Hopefully, it's Jameis. Might not be. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, it's getting interesting. All right, man. That is all that we have. That is all that I have. I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Remember, Black Lives Matter. It is Black History Month. Whoop, whoop. Yep. And just continue to social distance. Wear your mask when you can. Stay six feet apart. All that stuff. And just support us, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. We should. We appreciate all the love and support you guys been giving us and you know supporting us. Just protect yourselves out here in these streets, man. Keep each other clean. Wash your hands. All those kinds of things. It's all about being safe and not nasty uh, out here in these streets. So we appreciate all the love, guys. Yeah, man. And one time for the Rams, baby. One LA. I'm out of here. Really thought it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze, march with the Saints. Flexed up now, John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood. I said I would get. No mediocre. I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like to me. We got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no Addy. This is the wave to give them the feeling. Rappers be capping, no, I don't feel you. Feel like the man when I walk through the building. Too many scars and spiritual healing. I got a million dreams. I got a million schemes. We going crazy, we going crazy. We got the winning team.